Welcome to the One Thing Global Leadership Summit podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel Lim, your host. Today, we're going to be discussing the principle of the acceleration phase of a movement. Today, we're going to be discussing one of the most exciting phases when you walk through a vibrant movement. It's called the acceleration phase. And joining me today is Blair Phillips. He is uh, the manager of the One Thing Global Leadership Summit. So he has uh, the opportunity to interface as a young emerging leaders with leaders across the nation. So he will be drawing out some key principle as we have this conversation today so we can learn about the acceleration phase of a vibrant movement how we can identify key elements and how we can cooperate with the Holy Spirit, how to enhance and partner with the Holy Spirit uh, to bear the most fruits during the acceleration phase and avoid some of the pitfall and excesses that comes along with the acceleration phase. So, so Daniel, I'm excited to be with you here today. So just one of the obvious questions, how do you know when you switch from a birthing stage to the acceleration? When do you know that you're really there? Okay. The birthing phase is defined by what we call birthing momentum. When a catalytic moment, a narrative or a catalytic personality now begin to gather enough momentum to give birth to a movement. Like I said before in the last podcast, a movement's content and the morality of the cause or the vision is really based on the nature of the cause. So a movement could could have a profoundly positive impact on the society or the movement could have profoundly negative or mixed impact on the society depending on the ideology or the idea or the vision and the mission of the movement. So whatever it is, when the movement begins to break out into the birthing momentum, usually it will attract enough critical mass of people joining the movement. And because of that cycle of positive reinforcement, it will continue to accelerate in terms of growth and numbers and influence and footprint to a point where it hits a a, a point of slowdown in growth or stagnation. The next phase, we usually call it the maturity phase. Every acceleration phase will result in the maturity phase because there's only a certain amount of, uh, certain limit to the extent of which the movement could extend itself before some of the factors that limit its growth begin to govern or, or restrain the growth further. So what I'm trying to say is this, the birthing momentum was simply kicked the whole movement into an acceleration phase because the number of people that is joining, engaging and saying yes to the movement uh, has grown so much. So what would you say are some of the most important things as a leader if you're recognizing that you're in a movement and you're hitting that acceleration phase, what would you say are some of the most valuable things to do or not to do during that time? 
you ask a very good question, paying attention to what we should do to cooperate, to allow the movement to actually continue to accelerate, and or to avoid certain things that will slow down the acceleration of the movement. You could almost hear from my uh, sharing about a minute ago that acceleration is exciting, mm -hmm. but it, it also brings along some pressure, the growth pressure or the growing pain. Mm. Okay, so um, when a birthing momentum uh, hit a certain phase where a lot of people are joining, we need to do a few things. Number one, we need to clarify what the movement is about. We call that identifying the core value and where the mission is actually going. Sometimes the person or the narrative uh, who gave birth to the movement does not have the ability to define and spell out uh, the nature of the movement. Mm. But a lot of people just want a piece of the movement, just want to be involved because of the excitement, it becomes something that's trendy, a fad. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, everybody wants to be associated with that in thing at that point of time. Mm. So because it's really important to harness that energy towards the actual vision. Yes, but uh, usually the pioneers, uh, the pioneers don't necessarily have the ability to, to articulate, that. define, or mm. produce something that's reproducible. So one of the important things is to clarify what the movement is about. What's the movement? When you do that, that means you're saying no to a bunch of things. What the movement is not about. So clarification is very important during acceleration phase. But you you must picture that. Is moving very fast. A lot of people are coming in with different motive for different reason. They are interfacing with different excitement component within the movement. So you're doing, you're trying to do clarification as the movement is accelerating. It's not always an easy thing because it's not static. It's moving fast, and you're trying to clarify. And the same time, you're trying to magnify, magnify the, 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 the area of vision that is clear. That means, in other words, there are a bunch of things that you're not giving attention to. You want to put a spotlight on what matter most to your core value and your vision. And then you want to be able to sustain the catalytic narrative or the person. So that Sometimes the person... was birthing, that which that was that catalytic moment or person you want to sustain that because everybody wants to be near to that mm. the group of people that birth it or the person that birth it or the founder or the pioneer the person with the catalytic story and so what if in the middle of all that uh attention the person could not sustain himself or herself or the group of pioneer could not do that and uh, the person has a supersized influence in the early stage of the movement, and the person can take the movement off track mm -hmm. if, they, if the person couldn't sustain himself. So the, the catalytic element within the, the early stage of birthing into acceleration need to be sustained. That means the person need to be nurtured, then the person need to be given sufficient room, or the narrative need to be protected in some way, and uh, not not protected to the point where we would tell lies and in order to protect the storyline. Be authentic, but at the same time, you know, uh, we, we have to begin to say no to a bunch of uh, things in order to let it be focused. So we're saying defining a lot of no's for the clarity of the vision and saying a lot of no's for that catalytic, catalytic person or, or moment to help keep that pure almost. 
help the help the pioneer and the catalytic vest uh, person uh, learn how to say no because the as person a form is, of protection. Yeah, in in order to for the vision to be clarified and also the the right thing to be magnified. Mm -hmm. So, um, but there is also a context because as more and more people begin to join the immediate environment or the context begin to change. And so uh, the reason why so many people are joining is because it resonates with the people. Mm. When it resonates with the people, it means there is a context that's already existed. This narrative or the messaging or the, the, the reality of this catalytic person is just answering the felt need that already exists. But because more and more people are answering the call, it is now shaping, it's normalizing what was lacking. So now, what we, what we need to do is to reproduce the number of people that actually identify with the narrative or identify with what the, the, the catalytic vessel is experiencing and pull the, the, the narrative out of different people's stories. So, in other words... Uh, instead of one, one, one flower, now we're looking at a whole flower bed full of fl flowers that's blooming. So the development of new leaders. Development of new leaders that all have their own authentic story that identify with the same set of core value that is heading towards the same direction. Mm -hmm. Now, if we can do that during the acceleration phase, then the acceleration phase will be sustained and it will continue for a while. It will still hit a mature, maturation phase because that is just... Uh, you can't just keep growing forever without paying attention to certain qualitative uh, adjustment. You can't just keep growing the number without uh, paying attention to some of the improve, quality improvement in the processes, in the relationship uh, of the people. So the other uh, reality we need to pay attention to uh, in multiplying leaders is also reproducing of materials and tools of communication so that the vision that is clarified can be uh, explained easily. More and more people can actually explain the thing and train others in the same set of uh, uh, experience so or skill set. Some infrastructure that leans towards multiplication factors Mul that, that help with that, not just internal uh, infrastructure, but messaging infrastructure. Correct. Now, I'll give you some examples of some of the uh, limitation that was set in when you, you, you enter acceleration phase. For example, uh, physical space limitation. When a lot of people want to join it, if it's just an online movement, it's fine because all you need is more storage space and more internet speed connection. And right now, the scalability of online platform is really high. You can scale to 100 million people joining and you don't even feel much, you know, you can scale fairly quickly. But if the movement involves people in the same geographical location, then there is space issue, parking, Chairs. seats, and different things, you know. And if the and even a uh, whole neighborhood could be transformed because uh, so many cars are driving into the neighborhood because they want to be near, they want to have certain experience. It could be a restaurant that's becoming a, a uh, kind of a hit place, you know, hit place in the town where people are just wanting to uh, taste and you have a long line, you know, and so it's creating infrastructure bottleneck. Mm -hmm. That's one. So it will limit itself after a while because the customer service will suffer because the wait time will be longer 
per customer. When you have more people wanting a part of the reality or to experience it, each person will have to compromise the quality of immediate experience. Mm-hmm. You know? and so, so it's just that nature of uh, physical limitation. And uh, also when we reproduce uh, into standardized mode, like for example, we said we clarify the vision and then we have to write them down and then we got to train other people. So the fact that we have to start training, which means that we have to slow down our person-to-person organic contact in order to do training. And we also now have to standardize material and say no to a bunch of things that is spontaneous and creative. And saying no to people has negative effect. Hmm. Nobody likes to hear no. Everybody's joining for different reasons. And now after maybe several years of acceleration phase, now you have 20% of people of 40% or 50% of the people who have been given no to the thing they bring to the table because we have to say no in order to focus. If you say yes to everything, there's no focus. Then the, the thing is not clarified. The, the mission is not clarified. It's, and we're magnifying all different messages, causing confusion. People don't know what this movement is all about. But in order to focus, we have to say no. And those people who receive no on the receiving end, and that's not a nice it's feeling. very difficult. Yes. And then after a while, uh, a lot of people will say, that's really not for me. I'm getting no because I have other agenda. So while it's good for the movement, but it's also creating a, a, a stream of people that now is, the number's adding up. The people who are getting no, the numbers are adding up. And so there might be a counter-negative narrative swirling around a mission-critical narrative. Mm-hmm. So those two narratives might be competing, and then the morale might be affected. So you have a slowdown in the, num- the enthusiasm of the, the people joining the movement mm-hmm. after a while. So what would you say are some key scriptures? Like, Because the acceleration movement, it's fast. It's fast and furious in a good way as far as there's, there's going to be a lot of movement, energy, excitement. And um, so what would you say are some key scriptural foundations a leader could hold on to in that accelerated pace time that, that, you, would, that you would draw back on yourself? I, I would use Acts chapter 6 as my guiding verse, verse 1 to verse 7, especially verse 4, it says that we shall not leave the ministry of the word and prayer in order to serve table. Now, Acts chapter 6 is particularly important for the movement of the gospel in Ecclesia and the early church. It's because the the Pentecostal uh, outpouring in Acts chapter 2 and that resulted in a tremendous amount of growth, 3,000 added and then 5,000 added, it come to a point where there is now internal schism, minor one, about distribution of food. But because the leaders decided that we must prioritize relationship with God and relationship with one another through corporate prayer, and then the message of the gospel is central, the word of God and the written scripture and the Rema word as a center, they allow the movement to continue. The Word of God continue to prevail after that. They, they identify the priority. They say no to getting distracted by other things. And by saying no to some things, they're saying yes to the main thing. So the movement continue. I would say Acts 6-4 is very... The crucial moments. Crucial moment in church history that allow the Word of God to prevail, mm-hmm. to continue to prevail. So um, you asked some really good question. Maybe to sum up the acceleration phase is this. 
you started off by asking, how do we know we're in acceleration phase? You know you're in acceleration phase because you're experiencing it. <laughs> and there is... You're not getting much steep. <laughs> yeah, it's not just that. It's like everybody wants a piece of the movement at that point. People are jumping in. Sometimes they don't even know why they're jumping in because their friends are jumping in, their families are jumping in, the people they know are jumping in. It's the coolest thing to jump in at that point of time. But that also means that people who jump in come in with all kinds of motivation and value. So you know, and it's growing fast, and it's putting a lot of pressure on your infrastructure. The quality of relationship diminished during that time because you just can't get to everybody. Every relationship, a new relationship, all new people are joining in. Mm-hmm. It's joining in very fast. And usually they are not so seasoned and mature based on the core value. Not blaming on these new people because the core value is still being defined at that, and clarified at that point yeah. of time. So even the leaders who are in the early days are just one or two years or one or two months into the movement. Yeah. So the one that joined later doesn't have clarity because the pioneer, the pioneering group doesn't have clarity. So you know you're in the acceleration phase. You also know when you reach the tail end of your acceleration phase because some of these facts, self-limiting dynamics of the acceleration momentum is now kicking in to limit the pace of the growth. And now you have to ask a different set of questions. Like, how can we relate to one another better? How can we say no better and still honor people? How can we say, how can we focus better in our core value and priority? How can we improve some processes, integrity, transparency, our accountability? You know, who are we? What are we doing in 20 years? So, so some of those questions, we can answer in a more precise way. So we know when, when we are forced to answer those questions. And we also have a higher higher attrition rate. Mm -hmm. Then we know we're kicking into a matured phase. Well, thank you, Daniel. And I'm excited to get to the next podcast where we talk more about the maturation phase and those key elements. But thank you for leading us through the acceleration, the excitement, and the key factors that we're supposed to really pay attention to in those times. You know, uh, dear audience, I want to thank you for joining us. One of the key thing we really have to pay attention in the acceleration phase is usually there are more people who are joining us in the acceleration phase than the people who are leaving uh, with a bad taste. So the net effect is the, the growth is still very high and you're not paying attention to the reason why people are leaving mm. because they are not so consequential. But on the tail end of the acceleration phase, okay. that, very important. and the number of people who are leaving may be more than the number of people who are joining. And now you be, you're forced to ask whole question, why are people not joining as fast? And why are people leaving the movement? And so it's not necessarily bad for people to leave the movement, but the, the self-examination... Uh, is uh, is now becoming really, really important. So thank you for joining us. We look forward to the next conversation on the maturation. 